Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Big Nasty. Yeah, Big Nasty Hall of Fame, Tampa Bay Buccaneer fame, baby. This is Mike Allstott, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you're listening to the Cannon Fire Podcast. Cannon Fire Podcast, brother. You ain't listening, and you're missing out. Woo! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Today for episode 117, we are live on YouTube for a CF Hotline call-in show. We're going to be taking your calls, catching you up on all the latest Buccaneer news from the week. Granted, it's not the best news in the world, but it's Buck News, all right. So we're going to cover all of that and, of course, take your calls on the CF hotline. 813-433-0323 is the number to call. If you're watching us here on YouTube, welcome to the show. Happy Juneteenth to everyone. Hope you are celebrating freedom today with your family and anything else that makes you happy. As we are here on YouTube taking your phone calls. So again, 813-433-0323 is the number to call. I'm your host, as always, Rhett Matthew. Joined alongside me, my good buddy and co-host, the Philly Bucks fan himself, Mr. Evan Wanish. Evan, how are you doing today, my man? Doing pretty good. How are uh, how are you uh, feeling over there, buddy? I'm feeling good. You know, I-, I was telling you right before the show started that my back is in probably the worst pain it's ever been in in my life, and uh, that is no exaggeration. Like, I wish I was just fluffing it up a little bit for a good story, but good God almighty, dude, my back, my lower back in particular is like, oh, I've never felt so held back so much in my, in my life. Like you slightly bend over and you can just feel it coming on. Like I can't bend over and pick stuff up off of the floor without feeling like an old ass man. I took a shower right before the show. I just, I needed like a handle to take a shower. Like I just feel, oh, I feel broken and I don't know what it is. Um, so I'm, I think I'm going to try and schedule like a therapeutic massage before I go to a doctor and see if that works. But uh, if, it, if yeah. it keeps up, it's going to, I'm going to have to go to a doctor because this is coming up on like five days that I felt like mm-hmm. this and it's, God, this sucks. But other than yeah. that, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm happy to be here live on YouTube. Yeah, I normally, I normally get like knots in my back that's about the extent of it but i mean they hurt but obviously it doesn't sound like something something that you have might be more serious so like a professional massage might be the best option before going to a doctor so and i mean i've had back i've had back kinks before like i've had my i've had my back hurt but this is just Mm -hmm. this is just an all-new level man it really is let's take a look at the live chat since we are live on youtube really quick and say hello to everybody stopping by neil l says what's up the mean boy says what's up our buddy randy from jersey taz lyon says what's up and armor man 2.09 says the 2020 bucks anthem drops august 1st i'm actually excited to hear a lot of those bucks anthems this year i know people write them off as cheesy and corny. i wonder if we'll be involved uh, who knows i know we've remember, been name dropped in that, one or two one? remember that one that uh that i sent you yeah i think that was the same guy i think that was this armor man guy who had said okay, that... well if it was yeah then sweet uh, i remember yeah that was last year we were we were uh, we were involved in uh in, in a in a in a song kind of like a hype song and uh i forget exactly how it went but i still have uh like it's screen recorded because he went he went live with me and like showed it to me like on live Hell yeah, on Instagram, dude. and I was like, "All right, it's pretty dope." Buck Skull Gang in the house says hello. What is going on, man? So again, guys, this is a call-in show. Eight one three four three three zero three two three is the number to call if you have anything you want to talk about in particular. The hotline is open. We are ready to take your calls, but we really just don't have a whole lot to talk about. I mean, at least good news to talk about. If we have to open up with one thing, let's open up with this. One Tampa Bay assistant coach has tested positive for COVID-19. The person who tested positive for COVID-19 was asymptomatic, which basically means that they don't feel any symptoms that a lot of other people do because there's two ways you can get it. You can either be asymptomatic or whatever the other word is for it. I'm not a fucking doctor. But um, 
basically if you're asymptomatic you don't show any symptoms and it just doesn't affect you as bad but that's what's so weird about the virus and how it spreads so easily is that if you're asymptomatic and you don't know you have it you can spread it to however many other people so that person yeah. was asymptomatic and then two other assistants who were working in the building this week have been quarantined so coach is back in one buck this week and just like that they're back out i presume what do you think uh glad you're back Canifier podcast thank you for calling what's your name where are you calling in from eric in tampa eric in tampa what's going on my man what do you want to talk about Man, what's the chances we get Jamal Adams? Are we in a fit place for Jamal for Jamal Adams? Oh man, this is a hot topic. So for people who are not caught up, Jamal Adams requested a trade from the Jets yesterday, and there's rumors floating around that there's a few teams he would like to play for before anybody else when it comes to contract stuff. Uh, but Evan, let me toss this to you, man. If you're still in here, do you think we have a real shot at Jamal Adams? Because I've heard, I've heard fifty-fifty. I've heard yes, and I've heard people say hell no. I think financially it isn't that possible, but what do you think, Evan? Yeah, if this was Madden and you could turn the salary cap off, then it'd be it'd be different. Uh, you know, it's also it's also going to be pretty expensive. I had a question for you. What would it what would it cost us to get Jamal Adams? What would it cost the box? Yes. Let's give up. Let's give up some story. Would it cost a draft pick some players, or just mostly draft picks? I would assume it would mostly be just draft picks. Uh, you might have to maybe so like for the Bucks case, maybe like like it would definitely include a first round pick. It would it would have to include a first round pick. So let's say for the Bucks case, maybe if you're including a player, maybe it's like a first, uh, a, a fourth, and like OJ Howard or something. Yeah, Bright or Howard. I think either one of those, honestly. But uh, I mean, it's a, it's a expensive price to pay. And a second, maybe, and, and, and a second. It's, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I think it all depends on how many teams are truly interested in trading for him, and then you start to get into a, a bidding war. But I, I, I don't think, right now, I don't think Jamal Adams is a realistic option for the Bucks. But, you know, you know thought, every team you, would love to have him. But. What's your thoughts on Kevin Kaepernick? I heard a rumor he could come to the Bucks. I don't know if that was true or not. But what's the latest on Kaepernick situation? I heard it was rumored, but could come to the box. I second job. I personally haven't anything. I haven't heard anything about connections from Cap to the Bucks. Like I haven't heard anything about the Bucks showing some interest. I know there's some other teams floating around who are looking at Bucks. him. It was on the Bucks. It was on the Bucks. Something talk was on Bucks news. Something like Peter Plank. Something like that. I saw. Something yep. like that. It might have been. I know over here we haven't discussed it just yet. I haven't seen too much. Evan, have you seen anything linking Colin Kaepernick to Tampa? Uh, no, not really. Uh, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me though, honestly, just because maybe if they do put on another workout, maybe the Bucks do attend. Uh, really, at the end of the day, I think it, you have to weigh. You know, Colin Kaepernick. I think three years ago. You know, when he was released from the 49ers, I think he would have been a great backup for a lot of teams. But right now, he hasn't played football for three years. So I think the biggest thing is any team that wants him, you're going to have to bring him in and see how he actually looks. Because like I said, this guy hasn't had game action for three years. So while on the surface, he might be better than a Ryan Griffin or Blaine Gabbert, you just don't know right now. And you won't know until you bring him in. So it's a possibility. Um, I wouldn't say it's likely, though. How about Freeman running back? Dante Freeman. What's the ladies on Dante Freeman coming to the Bucks? What's uh, the ladies news on that? Last we talked about it, I think two or three weeks ago we did a show, and uh, the last thing that we had really heard was Devontae Freeman posted on Twitter. He said, if the Bucks are interested, they can talk to me. Like, they can pick up the phone, they can talk to me. So, the last thing that we had heard, I don't think there's been any communication between Devontae Freeman and the Bucks. and if I have to assume that between now and then when we last talked about it, I don't think anything has changed. Okay. How about Clowney? Are we in? Are we? Are we in the pursuit for Clowney? Nah, man. It, it's just just like with uh, just like with Jamal Adams. It's it's that price tag. You know, Clowney is looking for a deal that makes him one of the top five defensive ends in the NFL salary wise. And uh, the Bucks just simply don't why have he, that much money to throw at that guy. Why he doesn't? Why does he only take a one year deal? Right? Like what we did for Shaq Barrett? For he got like nineteen sacks in one season. Take a proven deal. 
I mean, it's nice, but I just truly don't think Clowney would say yes. You know, the Bucks can offer whatever they want. They can offer him a bag of chips and a ham sandwich for a one-year deal just to prove it. But, <laughs> it, you know, it doesn't mean he has to take it. So even if they were to throw out 9 or $10 million, which they don't have in a one-year deal, I just don't feel confident that Clowney would say yes. I'm sure a lot of players want to be hey. here, but the money's got to be right before anything else. Hey. Can we cut Willem Goldson? There'll be enough right there. Cut Willem Goldson, $4.5 million. Cut Willem Goldson. And there's the money right there for Jamal Adams or Clowney. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just, it's a lot of moving around for the Bucks to do, especially in a time right now where everything is so uncertain. And William Golston, let's not forget, I know it's easy for him to be the odd man out, but man, he stepped it up and he played probably his best season in the NFL last year uh, in this Todd yeah, Bowles yeah, defense. So I'm looking for him to improve. I'd like to keep him on this roster. But who do you, we have six titans this year. Who's not going to make it? Who's not going to make the roster cut at tight end market? Who's not going to make the roster, you think? Ooh, Evan, I'm going to toss this one to you. This is uh, just the roster or, like, a specific group? Like, who do you – in the in the tight end position, who do you think is going to be the odd man out? Because we've talked about, you know, O.J. Howard, Cam Brayton, and, of course, Rob Gronkowski more than likely going to make the team. Of, we have six tight ends. Right. Have, I like Hudson. I like, I like Hudson. But would he make the roster? Would he make the roster? Yeah, I think right now I think they would probably keep four tight ends, and that fourth one would probably be Anthony Alclair. I think you would. I think I believe Tanner Hudson is still practice squad eligible, so that would be the best spot for him. I don't think they want to get rid of him completely. So if he doesn't make the team, I would say that the practice squad is the most likely place for Hudson, and then a guy like Jordan Leggett. I believe he is. This is his last season. He's practice squad eligible, or they may just cut him. So we'll see. But and, I, I would be surprised if Hudson was cut. And let me just say this about Tanner Hudson really quick, because I like the guy off of last preseason. I think he showed up when he should have. He was able to show off some pretty good pass catching ability. I don't think it matters that much, and obviously it's not going to tell us if he makes the team or not. But an important note is that he was one of the ten players working out with Tom Brady at Berkeley Prep. So he's still getting reps in with his quarterback. That doesn't mean anything that he'll make the team or the practice squad. But I don't know, just an important note that Tanner Hudson is one of those tight ends out there as opposed to, I believe, Anthony Alclair or Jordan Leggett. So Hudson's getting his reps in. I have a couple in. more questions for you. I have a couple more questions for you. Okay. Um, what's the news on Pat, on Pat P? Say again? Patrick Peterson in the Cardinals corner. Uh, Patrick Peterson, you know, everything's been quiet from that camp. I, I, Evan, at this point, I think it's safe to assume he's just going to stay in Arizona, right? Yeah, I, I think my friend, so. My friend, um, how about the running back market? Do you think the running back market is okay in the running crew? What do you think about the running back, running, and the receiver? Who would be the third receiver this year or fourth receiver? We talked about that third wide receiver spot a few weeks ago on the show, and I think right now the guy who has the biggest edge is Tyler Johnson, at least the most to prove. Um, Justin Watson could be not one Scotty of the odd Miller? men out. Scott, I mean, not, not Scotty Miller? Scotty Miller, definitely. But I think if you just look at Tyler Johnson and the ways that they're going to be able to use him, they can use him a little bit differently uh, to make some mismatches. But who knows, man? If I had to guess, wide receiver three is going to be Tyler Johnson, though. What do you think, Evan? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting battle in, in camp. I think it would be between uh, Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller. And, I mean, honestly, the advantage right now might go to Miller because he's been attending these uh, these Brady workouts. So, um, I mean, we'll see. It all depends on when they put the pads on, though. And I, I do like Tyler Johnson a lot. So if I had to guess, I'd say probably him. How about the running back core? Who do you think would be starting running back this year? Would it be Ronald Jones? Oh, it's yeah. Ronald Jones. Yeah. How about the running back? I like the rookie running back, man. I mean, I think, you know, on the uh, I think on the draft review show we talked about this, but Ronald Jones is definitely going to be our cowbell back this year. Not like a Derrick Henry, obviously, because there's only one Derrick Henry. But Ronald Jones is going to be your proverbial starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Keyshawn Vaughn... Keyshawn Vaughn can fill in the role that Peyton Barber left behind, where maybe if Rojo's a little bit gassed, he can step in and help. I know Keyshawn Vaughn can help in the short passing game as well. He's pretty good at catching some passes out of the backfield. You haven't seen his tape, have you? I've seen his highlights. I've seen his tape, man. How about the one back we dropped in the seventh round this year, the sixth round? Do you like him? Raymond Calais, he's going to be a return guy. 
I don't know if we'll see him too much in the backfield, man, to be honest with you. He's, man, he's good, man. He can get kick off the turns. Run into, let's put him running back, man. Second, maybe he plays second or third string. Hey, who man, knows, man? I, I mean, when you've got – I guess it's going to come down to who you've got back there. But if I had to assume our three running backs week one of this season, it's going to be Ronald Jones as your running back one, Keyshawn Vaughn as your running back two, and Dario Gambawale as your third down back. That's what I'm assuming we're going yeah. to see week one. Raymond Calais, okay. I, I would like to see him help out on kickoff returns, but we also got to see where TJ Logan is at because, I mean, he's pretty valuable returner as well. So those are two guys who will be battling yeah. for that spot once training camp rolls around for sure. How do you think? Who do you want? Who do you think? Once, man, you think that secondary will be okay? Will be better this year? What do you What do you think about the secondary we have? When it comes to the secondary, it's all about how they pick up how they left off last year. You know, second half of last year, that defense was really humming, and the secondary proved to be one of the better units in the league when everybody was on the same page. If week one they can come in, I mean, there's going to be some ring rust, obviously, and especially with a lot of these guys missing OTAs and possibly training camp the way that things are going right now uh, it'll be interesting to see but if they can pick up how they left off I think they can do pretty good I feel confident in the pieces they have back there I'm very excited to see Antoine Winfield Jr. step into that role and see if he can just adjust to the NFL uh, it's going to be an interesting first year for him but I, I think they can get the job done I think if the defensive line shows up and they do their job it makes it a hell of a lot easier on those young hey. guys in the backfield and yeah. uh, we just have to see where they pick up Hey, do you think Vita Vita will play some football back this year? <laughs> I, Evan, what do you think the over-under is on Vita Vita yeah, touchdowns yeah, this year? I'm yeah, going to throw the... Yeah, we've seen, we seen it last year. We did. So, Evan, I'm going to throw out this number here. Two. Over-under on Vita Vita touchdowns this year. You think we get under uh, two uh, or over two? I'll go under. I'll just say that it's like one per year, basically. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean... Vita Vea is such a beast, and you know me, the eternal optimist. I love seeing plays man, like this. He could, I'm, be, he could be Mark Armstrong, man. Yeah, I think he could be my, next Mark Armstrong, man. If you play him a full back, man. Exactly. Exactly, bro. The V train. <laughs> Eric, yeah, thank you man. so much for calling in and bringing your questions, buddy. We really appreciate you listening. How about the quarterback? Who do you think will be the one in quarterback? Who do you think could be the number two quarterback this year? Number two quarterback? Uh, if we don't sign anybody else, I think it'll end up being Blaine Gabbard. I don't know if Ryan Griffin's going to beat him out for the second string spot, but you never really know, man. Okay. Because we'll, we'll have to be careful if Tom gets hurt when he's going to plan B. Or we can go get Cam Newton, can we? Or plan B? Uh, if Cam Newton, if Cam Newton wants to play for peanuts, but he's also come out and said that he wants to be a starter in the NFL, and I think there's a team out there that may give him that chance. Um, I don't think Tampa is that destination for Cam, though. What do you, What do you think, Evan? Let's say Brady goes down in a bad hypothetical scenario. What is the Bucks' plan B? Is there a quarterback floating around that we have time to sign and the money, or is Blaine Gabbard our only? Did you hear about Josh Rosen? I heard about Josh Rosen yesterday. Did you hear about Josh Rosen? I don't know if you heard about Josh Rosen. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I, I don't. I am a fan of Josh Rosen. I know some aren't. Um, I would look into it. I think it would be a cheap. You wouldn't really have to give up much in a trade, and he's still on his rookie contract, so he's still cheap. So, you know, if if I was running the team, I would probably look to at that Rosen. But maybe it's a third round pick or fourth round pick at most. Yeah, I I I would be surprised if it's even that much. Maybe it, I might cost you like a fifth. <laughs> All right, Eric, we appreciate you calling in and listening okay, to the okay, show, buddy. It was really good talking to you. So, I know somebody else want to call me. I know. Thank you. <laughs> You're all good. Hey, we appreciate you, brother. First call of the show and a lot of good yeah, questions. Man. Thank you so much. Thank you. All righty, and we're back. Eric out of Tampa, thanks for calling in. My man, he came loaded with the questions, and I'll be honest with you, I don't mind that. If you come loaded with some questions, we'll take the time, we'll answer them, because... I'd much rather answer some questions from people who call in than talk about Tampa Bay assistance affected with COVID-19. I'd rather just forget about all this stuff for a little while, right? Wouldn't we all? I mean, yeah, probably. It's, so here's the here's the big thing. with. So the league has already said that they expect people to get this, right? They expect people to test positive for it. So is this going to mean no football this season? No. Right, the, the, right now, this is not going to be the thing that means no football. Because the NFL has already basically said that they expect people to get this, like they do. And you know, honestly, like 
especially you know, I know understand that it's 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 a serious it's it's a serious virus, but there's going to be tons of safety precautions in place for a season to even happen. You know, if if they weren't uh, planning safety precautions right now, they wouldn't even consider having a season. They would have already canceled it. Yeah. Right. So I think at this point, I just I think that you this isn't the last time that you're going to see a Buccaneers assistant or player test positive or you know anybody in the league. It's going to happen. It just is. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the about an hour ago before the show went on went live, uh, there's a, there a report that uh, the Phillies who trained down in Clearwater. Uh, they they opened their facility this week, and five players and three coaches have tested positive. So they're you know they're they're sitting sitting there, and but I mean baseball hasn't completely shut down their you know their thing. They're trying to get back. So I think you know a lot of it has to do with just you got to understand that look, you're gonna get this. The biggest thing is not spreading it. So the Buccaneers, you know, they quarantined the two assistants that may or may not have it. But, you know, they were with that person. So they wanted to be on the safety side of things. And that's what you're going to have to do. You just got to take more precautions than normal. And that's the big thing as well that you had mentioned. You know, the NFL, whether they want to come out and publicly say it or not, they are expecting people to get this. And I think that's the -the run-of-the-mill operation. Once you start opening things back up, you know, we knew that, Once they were going to start opening things back up around Tampa, around the country, no matter where it is, that it's going to come back. It's going to be a little bit of a spike. And I've heard people say that a little bit of a spike is what you want because you want people to build those antibodies, this and that, this and that. The argument could go on all day long. But the bottom line is, just like you said, the NFL is taking safety precautions and we are still a little over two and a half months away from the regular season. Will they push it back? Who the hell knows at this point? The NBA is going to finish up their season in Orlando at Disney World. So you never really know with the realm of sports returning. Hmm. um, It's a lot of question marks right now. And, you know, Fauci coming out and saying that we may not have football this fall. Dude, I I hate to crap on the guy. He's been wrong so many times before that. If anybody comes out and tries to say anything about how we're not going to have football this year, uh, they don't know. And that's the thing to remember is that nobody really knows. Evan and I don't even know. We can sit here and say whatever the hell we want to, but nobody knows for sure. And that's what's important. So take every precaution you can, wash your hands, and if you go outside and you go into a crowded area, wear a goddamn mask. That's the least we can ask of you, right? Do your part. Yeah, I mean, you want to know why I believe that there will be football this 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 fall there's money so, to be made player well so basketball is basketball coming back right yeah absolutely is, is hockey coming back absolutely is baseball looking like it's probably going to come back no <laughs> what <laughs> well based on yesterday's news yes so maybe with a little bit of maybe with just a little bit of magic baseball will never come back again no i i kid i kid i kid um, so that's, you know, the three sports. You seriously believe that the NFL is going to have any football with all three of those sports returning? Yeah, right. Yeah. There ain't no way. This is the, the, the people that the whole 70% of the league didn't want them to have a draft or free agency, and they did it anyway. So they don't care. Like, yeah. Obviously, they care about the situation. That's why there's going to be precautions in place. But they don't – they're not going to cancel the season. And like, that's that's just what it the all. The NFL is king, and they want to continue to be king. And that's kind of what it all boils down to: is they don't want to cancel the season because, most importantly, there's just too much money to be lost. You know, they had put out some stories a few months ago about the possibility of playing a season with empty stadiums and all the money that'll be lost simply on empty stadiums. The NFL's still going to make its money. You bet your ass there's going to be uh, there's going to be more people than usual locked up in their house watching some game on a Sunday afternoon. They're going to get their money. It's just a lot of these teams are going to lose out revenue that they would get having a full yep. stadium. And, uh, you know, sometimes, not sometimes, it happens because this has never happened before. But shit happens. What else can I say? <laughs> well, baseball baseball has such an opportunity right now because based on the dates that they've looked at, like July 18th or whatever starting, they'd pretty much be the first sport back. You know what the ratings would be on some of those games? Oh, Fans my God. Dude, people just want sports. Like I've, I know a ton dude, of people been watching, that do not like baseball. I've been watching NASCAR the past four weeks. Like NASCAR I, is back. I, I don't know if people knew I, that. I don't watch. 
I don't watch NASCAR. I love, I've always <laughs> liked NASCAR. It's always been like a closet yeah. sport that I really enjoy. But ever since I was a young kid, I've liked a bunch of rednecks driving around a big old track. But, um, but yeah, NASCAR came back, and they're doing pretty well. They actually ran an iRacing series, which was pretty cool uh, during the downtime. They set up these guys with a bunch of simulation, like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but iRacing setups for simulation racing in their homes, and they had a bunch of legends come back and race. Like, it was it, it was pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, sports yeah, are slowly I, uh... but surely coming back, and with that being said, I do still feel like we have a good shot at football this fall, whether there's fans in the stands or not. Yeah, the only sport that I've really, well, kind of sport, I guess, that I've really watched, keep watching, is, I don't, you know, some people might know this, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I watch WWE still, because that didn't, that didn't really change at all, besides, yeah, uh, there's just no, just no crowd, um, you know, but that's the pretty much, that's pretty much it, it's just, I really haven't had much sports, I've watched a little bit of golf, um, but yeah, like for me, Dude, I'm not missing a Phillies game when they come back. Just right. Because I'd like, I, I need it, you know? Yeah. So that's why, you know, and the NFL realizes that. You know, the ratings on these games are going to be so high. I mean, just like you said, there's going to be more people that are going to be home. You know, on a, on a Sunday, sometimes you go out, you do stuff or whatever. Yeah, you, you don't catch the game this week. Yeah, whatever. You know, especially with baseball and, like, hockey and stuff, there's just so many games. that you, You're not going to watch every single game. And we've got Buck but, Skull Gang on the YouTube chat who brought up a really interesting point regarding, you know, more people at home watching these games. Uh, he said, could you imagine the NFL charging to watch games at home, like a pay-per-view system? Would you pay to watch an NFL game? I can tell you that I for sure would not, and I think it would be damn. It would be highway robbery if the NFL had the audacity to try and charge people for games that they watch for free for the last forty years. I already do. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, if you I'm have Game bit, Pass and all that stuff, I get that. A, uh, well, yeah, but we're up here in PA with Directv Sunday Ticket. How do you think you watch the Bucks? <laughs> we already pay. <laughs> Ben Leeper in the live chat says, Evan, have you ever watched AEW on TNT? It's a nice alternative to WWE. I'm sure you've tuned into All Elite, right? Yeah, I, I watched a, a little bit of All Elite. Um, I watched this past week. I watched a little bit. Uh, NXT has been very meh to me, so I've been watching a little bit of AEW. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't mind it. Um you know, I I would like to see. It's gonna be interesting when the crowds come back because I I like to to see that stuff. But well, I saw yeah, yeah, that I, the I, don't mind it. I saw that the WWE they didn't have crowds come back, but they had like what a lot of NXT talent, a lot of developmental guys yeah. who were standing six feet apart. Well, also, they let they let actual fans in too. I, like I saw fans. about that. Yeah, like yeah. diehard super fans in the area of the show that they had planned. Wasn't it like in Jersey? I well, no, I mean it was down at the performance center. Okay, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they they let they let fans in, and I think they like you know like they tested them and everything. So I mean, like maybe is that something that the NFL is gonna have to do? You know, just basing trying to connect the two back to football. Like, is the NFL you know when you go to the gate right for a game, are you gonna have to scan your ticket and then scan your forehead? Right. Like, Sign you a know, big two-page waiver a day before you <laughs> yeah. go into the game. That, you know, as sad as it is to 11, think you about. Gotta get there, gotta get to the stadium at eleven o'clock by a one o'clock game. You got all the paperwork to fill out. Exactly, and it's kind of sad to think about that. At least for twenty twenty, I feel like next season, you know, a year from now when football starting to come back around, this will hopefully be a thing of the past. But I feel like that's well, the future believe, of spectating believe, in sports. Is I believe that, they're hoping for a vaccine sometime later this year. So hopefully, yeah, it all is back to normal. Yeah, I, I hope so. And that's that's the thing that's really going to speed a lot of this up, too, that I think people forget is, um, you know, I've talked to people who say that the new normal is going to last for two or three years. Uh, we're not going to be able to get over this for a long time. And I agree in uh, a lot of ways. I, but yeah, I, I, once the vaccine comes, I think you're going to really start to see a lot of normal ex stuff. Exactly. I think once we get a fully functioning vaccine that people can depend on, this will surely but slowly start to go away. And, uh, and that's what we can this hope is, for. Uh, this is breaking from TSN that the, the Lightning temporary closure facilities because multiple players and staff tested positive. So it seems just like, you know, Florida is rising again. And it, and it seems like, honestly, like, 
Florida rising again, like, yes, I do believe that, like, some of it's an overreaction, but also, like, Florida, the way they're handling it, they were the first to open, but I hear that, like, every, like, not every place you're not required to have a mask. Like, well, they actually, City of Tampa, Jane Castor, mayor, put out, um, I think just a few days ago, actually, Thursday, she said that the City of Tampa, starting Sunday, will have a mandatory mask uh, rule. So if you're going to any business well, in Tampa or Tom around Brady Tampa, park, so. say again. The same person that kicked Tom Brady out of the park. So. Exactly right. Exactly. Big evil Jane Castor. I'm not going to get political, but yeah, Florida is definitely going to be the guinea pig state because uh, we have shown no desire of shutting anything down. So we'll just kind of roll the dice and see well, how did, that goes. Haven't they, they shut down? Have they shut down bars and restaurants again? Uh, I believe they started to. I know Jacksonville, they started to shut down bars and restaurants. But by my house, I can go to Applebee's and eat right now. Like, it's open. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, but, uh, hey, Rhett, let's, uh, let's uh, you know, be the proverbial, uh, the the I guess, cliche statement, stick to football, I guess, you know? <laughs> That's enough COVID talk for now. So we've got some other topics we can cover, but I do want to remind you guys that this is a CF Hotline call-in show. 813-433-0323. Once again, 813-433-0323. If you want to call in and be featured on the show, we're answering all types of questions. If you're Eric from Tampa, he might have taken everybody else's questions. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, <laughs> yeah, he had some good ones. Let's take a look at the live chat really quick before we move on. Zach Jarvis says, who do you guys think Tom Brady's favorite target is going to be besides Gronk in Tampa? I say maybe Tyler Johnson because he has elite route running skills besides the speed. Uh, Buck Skullgang says, Zach is right, maybe Evans or Chris Godwin. Zach comes back and says, Brady's probably going to love every single one of them. And I think that's what's important is that... You know, we can sit here and talk about a favorite target, but I think Brady's going to have fun with just about everybody who can catch a football on that offense. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, well, you told us all about Tyler Johnson's elite route running. Um, you know, obviously, like like even you know, the question says, Gronkowski, by default, will probably be the, the guy, would you say? Uh, yeah, you know, let me just say this about Gronk really quick. Yeah, yeah, I want to say something too, and it might, might be we might be saying the same thing. I, I definitely think we're on I'll, the right track. So, do you remember when when the Bucks signed Gronk? We went live on YouTube just like we are right now. We did a call-in show. We took people's calls. We talked about the possibility of you know one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game joining a Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense where you're already pretty much loaded at the tight end position it was a great day everybody celebrated there was confetti we had drinks on the show you should have been there you really should have been there you missed it out you missed out quite a bit but go back and go back and watch it then exactly but did we really need him like i know i know that he is great for tom brady i know it helps bring some familiarity in the offense and i know that there's a lot of pros to it but the facts are this the guy got injured a lot, and he took a year off because he got injured a lot. Now, I'm not saying he can't come back and be healthy, because I think if he comes back and he's 75% of the tight end he used to be, he'll still be an upgrade at the tight end position. But I just, I don't know, man. I'm so 50-50 on it. I'm so uncertain about Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, that's basically what I'm going to say. I don't understand why there's a lot of people saying, oh, you know, nine touchdowns, ten touchdowns. Relax. This dude hasn't played football in a year, okay? Yes, I do think he can still play the game, but you just don't know right now. Same thing with Colin Kaepernick. Every, you know, I, I, you know, I, I look at Ryan Griffin and Blaine Gabbard, and I'm like, okay, well, Colin Kaepernick is probably better than those guys, but you have to factor in those guys have been playing the last three years. Colin Kaepernick has not, right? That's a big deal. When you're not playing the game, that is a big deal. Obviously, Gronkowski hasn't been away for three years, but I mean, one one year. You look at Marshawn Lynch, who who retired, then came back. He wasn't the same guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's 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 gonna be different. I I understand that. You know, Marshawn Lynch plays running back. Running backs get beat up more. Like I, you know, and he was already like a bruiser type guy. I understand that. But I feel like the biggest reason they did this was, I feel like if there was actual training camps and OTAs and mini camps, I feel like the possibility of a Gronk trade is actually less because 
you, you would have had time for Brady to build chemistry. Yeah. I feel like a lot of this is, you know, they say, hey, we're going to have Gronk for one year, right? Um, maybe two. We'll see if, you know, if he resigns, I would assume it's probably have to be less than $9 million if he wants to, if he wants to retire again with Brady. So he wants to come back for another year. Um, you know, and they're like, Brady's comfortable with him. Yeah. Brady was was comfortable with Antonio Brown too, but they decided that just the locker room that just wasn't going to work. Right. Um, so I mean, you know, obviously that that was out the table, but Rob Gronkowski was on the table, and you know, what better guy than chemistry? I mean, maybe like a guy like Julian Elman, but like he has a high cap hit, and you had to trade for him too, so that wasn't going to work. Um, and he's actually playing right now, so it would have cost you probably more than a fourth round pick. Yeah. Uh, so I just think that. Right now, fans need to temper their expectations a bit with Rob Gronkowski. I am expecting, um, like five hundred fifty yards, six hundred yards, uh, and like three, four touchdowns. Like, I mean, that's just over a little bit of what OJ Howard had this year. Yeah. Like, I'm really like I'm expecting a little bit better, but I'm not expecting this Pro Bowl season from Gronkowski. And that's the thing as well that I think a lot of people do forget when they put these expectations on a guy like Gronk is there's a lot of other pieces on that offense. It's going to be a lot of other guys putting up pretty big numbers. Like, I I almost want to feel confident enough to say that at the end of the season, O.J. Howard will have more receiving yards than Rob Gronkowski. Is that a reach? I don't know. Maybe. I guess we'll depend. It'll depend on how the Bucks ultimately end up using Rob Gronkowski. But let me look at the live chat really quick. Ben Leeper brought up a great point. It was kind of in alignment with what you were saying. He said... The way that I see it, we gave up barely any draft capital. Uh, we gave up barely any draft capital. Capital. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me right now. So even if he busts, we aren't hurt too bad in that department. Positively, he's got a crazy high ceiling, and he has that chemistry with Tom, which is needed because of this really weird offseason. So again, you know, he's a guy that can come in. He's familiarity for Tom Brady. He's one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. But you just have to assume and you have to hope, really, that he is a fraction of what he used to be. And I think he can be. You know, he posted those pictures in the uh, in the Bucks uniforms, the photo shoot that him and Brady had. Somebody made a comment, and mm. I kind of agreed with him. It kind of looks like John, uh, Gronk is back on the juice, man. He is, oh my god. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, and yeah, everybody had a problem with him with his weight early in the offseason, so. Yeah, really. He, he really seems to be packing it back on, so we'll see how that goes come training camp. That's pretty yes. easy for those guys to do. Mr. Bucks Nation, the phone line is open. Eight. Cannon Fire Podcast, thank you for calling. This is Blaine, right? No, nah, this is John. All right, what's going on, Blaine? How you doing, man? All right, uh, my question <laughs> is, I too. Who do you think is going to be the next breakout player on the offensive side and on the defensive side? Okay, that's a good question. Blaine, I'm going to add Evan back to the call, so I'm going to relay your question. Thank you so much for calling in, and thanks for your question, my man. All right. All right, so let's get Evan back on this call. Blaine's question is, who is the next breakout player for the Bucks on the offensive and the defensive side of the ball? So let's get back on this call. Evan Wanish, are you still there, my friend? Yes, I am. Let's do it. So the question that Blaine asked, he said, who is the next breakout star on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I'm going to pick my offensive. I'll toss you your offensive, and then we'll do defensive, and then we'll take this call from the 727 here in just a minute. So my offensive breakout star, honest to God, I think Scotty Miller is going to hit his stride this year, and I think... I think Scotty Miller might even perform a little bit better than a guy like Tyler Johnson. Just because I think he'll be a little bit more involved and a little bit more productive in this offense. What do you think? Uh, yeah, my breakout star, you know, the, the obvious ones, I think, I, I feel like the obvious one is like Ronald Jones, but I don't want to go with Ronald Jones. Um so I'll, I'll go with Alex Kappa. I, I think this year he proves that he's a, a starting caliber, not not a Pro Bowl level guard, but a starting caliber guard in the NFL. I like it. I like it, man. I like it. So let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Let me get yours first, and then I'll throw mine out there. And then we're going to start getting some more of these phone calls because we got some coming in. Uh, 
there's so much young talent on the defense, right? That oh man, <laughs> you got literally the entire secondary is just guys that you could pick. Um, Sean Murphy Bunting's Car- the easy answer. I'll go Carlton Davis. I'm going to say that Carlton Davis finally is able to catch a few interceptions, uh, which has been his bugaboo, and he turns into a top 15 cornerback in the NFL. I like it, man. Last year, he was he finished the season with more passes defended than Stephon Gilmore, if I remember correctly. I definitely think he's a guy who has shown he has some cornerback one tendencies and uh, I like to agree with you there. I think this year he can take that next step and be a definitive cornerback one for the Buccaneers defense. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and uh, I'm just going to say a rookie. And it's simply because I'm so excited to see this guy play, and that's Antoine Winfield Jr. I really uh, I thought th- it was going to be Khalil Davis. Yeah, right? Um, I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Antoine Winfield Jr. just because I feel like he can step in. He can... He can transition well like I feel like he's a guy who can really transition well into the NFL and he's going to show us a little bit more than the average rookie in this first year if he can get in and find his spot in that backfield so I'm looking at Antoine Winfield Jr. this year but again just like you said there's a lot of young talent all over this team and I think that is the uh, I think that's the beautiful part of it so let's open the hotline back up Blaine thank you for your question appreciate you listen out of Tampa 813-433-0323 is the number to call if you want to come on the show. We're going to answer a few more questions before we start to wrap this thing up. And hopefully Skype doesn't crash on us a few more times, but it is what it is. Otney. Cannonfire Podcast, thanks for calling. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, it's Kendall from Orinda, California. Kendall from California. What's going on, my man? How you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing great. I am going to attempt to add Evan back to the call, and if we hang up, I promise you it's only because Skype crashed. So we're going to see how this goes, okay? I understand, okay. All right, we successfully added Mr. Wanish back to the call. So, Kendall, thank you for calling out of Cali, by the way, our West Coast listeners showing some love. What do you want to talk about today, my man? Um, hoping there's some news on the Jamal Adams front. If their Bucks are willing to trade for him, if they're interested, what do you guys think? We had Eric from Tampa at the beginning of the show actually ask us about Jamal Adams, and that was the great thing about Eric is that he asked so many questions. I think he covered everybody's realm of questions they wanted to ask. Um, but we had kind of talked about, at this rate, I think it's just a financial thing. You know, I don't think the Bucks have the money to throw at them. Even if he wanted to play here, maybe they could make something happen. But I think if they wanted to make a move on him, they would have to give up some sort of capital, whether it's a future draft pick or maybe a guy that still has some good trade value, a.k.a. one of the tight ends. But I just don't think there's a way that Jamal Adams can come play for Tampa without us giving up a big piece of what can make this team good. So if I had to guess, I just I don't think it's very likely, at least where we are right now. Things could change, though. You know, the NFL's crazy as hell, and it's been one of the weirdest off-seasons in a while. But, Evan, what do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, – I think with the Bucks for one, would love to have Jamal Adams. That's just, uh, but sure, so would every other NFL team. But, of course, you know, there, like I said, there's a salary cap, and, I mean, it's probably going to cost you at least a first-round pick and then some. So, I mean, are, uh, are you willing to, you know, part with valuable draft picks plus a lot of money? It's, it's really tough. And, you know, Jamal Adams is apparently, you know, he's put out a list of seven teams where, if traded, he wouldn't ask for a new contract right away, and the Bucks weren't on one of those teams. So he's not saying that he wouldn't welcome a trade to the Bucks. It's just that if he were traded to the Bucks, he would need a contract extension right away. And I just don't think that that's a real possibility. Like Rhett said, without the Bucks sacrificing a guy like, you know, if Jamal Adams were to come, that may mean the end for guys like Ryan Jensen and, and Levante David next year. Like that, that has long-term yeah. uh, implications. So I, I just don't see it as likely even though it would be super fun to have a guy like that now taking a look at the live chat really quick i want to toss a question to both of you guys and kendall you can answer this one first ben leaper says he would give up this year's first round pick for jamal adams in a heartbeat so the question to both of you guys would you give up next year's first round pick for jamal adams if that meant he was a buck today uh absolutely not because we don't know what's going on with covid like if covid's gonna with all these new reports of positive tests, 
and all around the league, you don't know if the league is going to push back the season or even cancel the season. So then that's a year we miss out on Brady. And then we're going to need that pick just in case we need to draft a quarterback. Yeah, I was, not gonna be that long. I was thinking the same thing, bro. That, that, that was the first thing that ran in my head when I saw first round pick for the Bucks next year, because we talked about it on our last episode. It, it very well could be a quarterback. The Bucks are looking to draft, whether it's the middle of the first round, the beginning, let's hope not, or even the end of the first yeah. round. But that's a very, very important pick. Evan, what would you do in that situation? You giving up a first for Jamal Adams? No risk it, no biscuit, right? It is a win now team. <laughs> It yeah, is. Well, see, I mean, that's uh, to me, man, I, I look at it and I, I do get the point of a, you know trading a first round pick when you could be selecting a, a quarterback potentially it is a risk. But, man, Jam- Jamal Adams is just such a player. And even if which I we both talked about, I don't believe the NFL is going to cancel the season. But even if they did. It's not like Jamal Adams would just walk in free agency. It's not like I believe all the contracts would just carry over to the next year. Um, because, I mean, you wouldn't technically it wouldn't be a year. So how could you count that as a season? So, I, you know, if you had the money to sign him and it was just a first round pick straight up, I probably would. Like if they wanted like two first or whatever, no, that, that that's too much. But I, if it was just a first round pick and I had the money to re-sign this guy, I probably would. But I mean, you guys both bring up great points as to why you wouldn't, and you know that's that's why sports are so great because everybody can have a, a solid opinion. Hell yeah, man! No risk it, no biscuit. And and with the Bucks, yeah. the way that this offseason is going, that move is not even out of the realm of possibility. So that's what makes it so interesting. Kendall, did you have any other questions, yeah. my man? Uh, no, I think that I think I'm good for now. I appreciate you guys. I'll definitely be uh, listening to the rest of the episode. I just called in now and caught you guys. Hell yeah, we appreciate you, you, man. Thank you so much for listening all the way out there in Cali. No problem. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Go Bucks. Yes, sir. Go Bucks. Eight one three four three three zero three two three. Yeah, California, bro. Showing some Cali love. I love it. We we uh, we actually got a really good email from Kendall in the past that we read on the show. Um, yeah, yeah, he's been listening that. to the show for a while, and we really do appreciate his support. So thank you so much, my man. <sighs> I figured we were good. Evan, let me grab this real quick. Candifier Podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Rhett. Evan. Yes? It's James. Oh, it's James. Who would have thought Mr. Bucks Nation himself has called into the show? I I heard Applebee's trip. (laughs) Let me me add Evan back to the call and we can talk about this Applebee's trip here. But yeah, I was talking about a trip to Applebee's right down the road from my house. They've got the uh, the protective screens up between the booths and all of that good stuff. So, uh, So what's going on, James? How you doing, my man? Oh, God. <laughs> Evan? Evan? <laughs> Evan, you're not going to say hello? Everybody in the chat? Are we going? Oh, yeah, we're going, yeah. buddy. Big old meetup? <laughs> no, man. Uh, um, I've been watching the show. I saw the numbers. Felt I had to call in. Tried calling in earlier. Couldn't do it. Couldn't figure it out. I'm a little stupid. You know how we do. Oh, no. It's uh, not your fault. It was probably <laughs> us. It was probably Skype crashing for the 18th time. That's why you didn't get your call through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't really have a question. I just wanted to say hey. You are, I mean, you know, as normally I would just boot you off right now because you don't have a question. But since you're technically the, the third member, I, I guess I guess you can stay on for a few more. Okay, well, I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, how, uh, hmm. Didn't think I'd get this far. From yeah, now long. you got to make up something on the spot. Well, that's what you normally do on your show anyway, right, James? Oh, oh no. Really? Come on. I'm, I just came here to talk about going to Applebee's, Evan. I, hey, hey, man. Well, uh, you know, Applebee's. Like I've 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 voiced my opinion on Applebee's. I said it's not great, but if you were there, I, I'd I'd be there. So. Well, I, you know what, I appreciate that. But, you know, everybody in the chat's invited. Just good vibes all around, you know. Well, we got to make sure that we, uh, we keep the, uh, the people limit, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think groups of less than ten, right? So we'd have to, we'd have to take up like seven booths in the restaurant. But uh, it'd definitely be a good yeah. time. <laughs> we we would all have to be pretty spread out, you know. 
I, I, I do think, though, while we're on the topic of people meeting up at certain restaurants, uh, if anyone does not know, last season for the Bucks taking on the Rams, uh, James had himself a little meetup at a Buffalo Wild Wings over in St. Petersburg, and let me tell you, that was probably the most fun watch party I've ever been to in my life. It might have been the alcohol towards the end that helped me sway well, that it direction. It also might have been because the Bucks scored 55 points. Oh, yeah, baby. Franchise <laughs> record. We Derek Brooks'd them boys. That's what me and Tommy came up with. We uh, we, we Derek Brooks'd them. That's what it's called whenever we put up 55. And a franchise so, record. It's I only fitting. To, to, I can't wait for them to, to warn sap somebody. Right? Exactly. I am waiting for the day. <laughs> oh, no. But we should definitely yeah, no, we should definitely try and collaborate on something like that in the future. I know we've tossed up the idea before, and uh, everybody has a draft party. The draft has come and gone, but I think getting a watch party together, especially if for whatever reason the season is played without fans in the stadium, I think a watch party would mean that much more. So what do you say, James? Oh, yeah, I'm already down, man. I'm, I was already – I mean, obviously all the COVID stuff, but I was planning on doing one uh, – this upcoming season anyway you know we could do one for an away game i was thinking maybe the the raiders game that'd be kind of fun right oh hell yeah it'd be tons of fun it, the only thing is that if there's no restaurants open it's just going to have to be at somebody's house and it's definitely not going to be at my house and it's not going to be at evan's house because he lives in philly so james you've got a big enough house I'm, I'm, right i'm coming down i'm coming down to somebody's house <laughs> oh i, I gotta stay somewhere <laughs> well um We'll 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 go raid somebody's house. We'll go to go to, uh, like go to Brady's house. house. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, he'll be playing a game. Jeter's got all that land, all that room. I know exactly where it's at. That'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that'd be yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. Look it. at us. Look at us. Couple like couple of dudes <laughs> making plans on a live stream. We're who would live? This is this is how things get done, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. We <laughs> call it. it. We call each other up on Skype in front of a bunch of people watching, and we're like, hey, we should probably do this. <laughs> Kendall says his house is available in Cali. Oh, well, we all oh that's, a, that's Cali. a far drive. But I'll tell you what, bro. If airfare tickets are still dirt cheap by the time the season rolls around, let's make it happen. Yeah, well, yeah we, 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 me, me and you can hang out. We all can hang out at uh, Kendall's house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Evan, fly down. We can all road trip over there. Okay, so, that's fine. James, we appreciate you calling in, man. Before I let you go, tell the people what you've got going on on your side of the channel, Mr. Bucks Nation. I know you just had a pretty cool interview recently. I did. Uh, Mr. Bucks Nation on YouTube. Um, just talked to Jadon Mickens. I said his name wrong in the interview. I called him Jaden. Uh, I love it when that happened. Did he correct uh, you? Uh, but man. <laughs> the whole time. No, no, no. He just, I, 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 the whole interview, I said, hey, Jaden. He goes, Man, I'm just trying to be the best Jadon Mickens I can be. And I just went, oh. yeah, yeah. That's, That's the right. worst. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, though. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, interviewed him, talked to him a lot about being a you know, wide receiver on the team and kind of undrafted mentality, stuff like that. So that's kind of the latest thing I'm doing. Uh, not a lot of stuff going on right now, is it? We're, yeah. we're just kind of waiting at this point, you know? Um but I don't know. I, I might have some fun stuff down the pipeline. We'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, just Mr. Bucks Nation on YouTube. Fun stuff. Look, thank you guys for allowing me to just uh, be ridiculous for a little bit on here. Much appreciated. Hey, that's what we're here for, buddy. There Anytime you, you need to call and be ridiculous, the hotline is open. 813-433-0323. Appreciate you guys. I'll, I'm sure I'll just talk to you very soon. Absolutely, buddy. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bucks Nation on YouTube, go check out his stuff. He's got a lot of great things you can watch. James, thanks for calling, buddy. No problem. See you guys in a bit. See you, man. So Can of Fire Podcast. Hello? What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Eric in Tampa again. What's up, man? School Eric in Tampa. Everything comes full circle. Welcome back to the show, buddy. What's going on? Yeah. I have some more, a couple ideas. It was crazy, man. Okay, give me, give me one second. I'm going to try and add Evan back to the call here. And I promise that if the call drops, it's only because Skype crashed on me. Okay, no, no worries. And I understand what you've been all day. All right, we're, we're good. We're good. So Evan is back in the call. Okay. So what was some of the stuff you wanted to talk about again? Man, what would you think? I saw somebody put in the chat. What would it be? What would you thought if the Bucks could trade for Lamar Jackson? Oh my God! This is almost like 
you know, we talked about Madden a little bit earlier and taking off the salary cap. I don't know if Lamar Jackson is that big of a hit to the salary cap right now, but in my opinion, it's almost it's almost fantasy. Like I don't expect the Ravens to let go of that guy for any price anytime soon. They ain't not even for Tom Brady. Not even for Tom Brady. Not even for Tom Brady. Listen, Lamar Jackson, I mean, that's the Um, MVP, bro. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Seth Barrett, maybe Vita Vita, and and maybe Gronk in the first round pick. I don't even know if that that. would. Yeah, for just Lamar Jackson, I mean, you're putting everything on the line. Lamar Jackson's going to be the whole offense. But, yeah, that's. They probably they probably do that, but why why would the Bucks, why in the world would the Bucks do that? I don't know to get younger, have a young quarterback for the future. Yeah, but to, to get younger, but I mean, you're just so. What, what would your realistic proposal be? I just want to. I just want to just say, Vita Vita, Shaq Barrett, Tom Brady, a first round pick, and maybe Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. So you want to get younger. But you're trading away a first-round pick, Vita Vea and Mike Evans, who are young players, and Shaq Barrett. Young okay, I, that's a lot. <laughs> um, it was that would be a Madden trade. Madden, Madden. I don't think it's likely. Why would it? But it was a lot of running backs in free agency. We passed up. We passed up on. We passed up on. We passed up on Hunt this year. We passed up on. We pass up on a lot of good running backs this year in this year three and see we could have grabbed. We could have grabbed. But we wanted to keep the defense together. That's why. Man, I thought, I thought Sue wasn't coming back. Man, I was just scared because it was almost it was coming late, man. I thought Sue wasn't coming back at first. I was scared. Yeah, well, they, they accomplished their goal, just like you said. Their, their goal was to bring the defense back, and for the most part, I mean, the only one they really lost was Carl Nassib. Uh, I mean, they yeah. did a really good job of bringing back that defense, yeah. and hopefully it, tra- it translates yeah. over. And I think, uh, let me just let, let me just throw this in here really quickly. I think a big reason the Buccaneers passed over a lot of those running backs is just simply the faith that this coaching staff has in Ronald Jones to take that step. You know, the step that he took between year okay. one and two looked so massive because he barely played in year one so for him you know he hit the weight room coming into year two and we've obviously seen him working hard as hell coming into year three not only mm-hmm. with his route running getting better but he's still hitting the weight room he's filling out just like an nfl running back okay. so i think they got I a lot of faith in him taking point. a step hey guys i have this video video improved this year and Devin white that would be my defense defense that would be my being my what's my colleague and the offense would be Ronald Jones. Okay, I like it, man. Those are your breakout players for this year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Ronald yeah. Jones really stepping up this year as well. Devin White and Mita Vita. Devin White's going to be a stud. He's going to be good in the NFL for a very long time if his rookie year was a glimpse at anything. But, Eric, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show here. We really do appreciate okay. you calling in again, my man. Qu- I have one more question. I have right. one more question real quick. All right, go ahead. Man, what... Okay, what 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 would you guys got if the Bucks? Because I saw something an article a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago. I saw. Look at this. Could, could we use an RG three? Hmm. Well, RG three is another one of those guys who's come out just like Cam Newton where he had a quote come out a few weeks ago, RG3 wants to start. And, I mean, very well, you know, very well, maybe he could leave Baltimore and sit behind Tom Brady and then start after that. But I think when it comes to, you know, RG3, the age that he is, because he has been in the league a little bit longer than most people think he has, um, I just, I think the Bucks would want to look a little bit younger, especially if it's a guy that okay. can't come in and start day one. You know, RG3, he wants to start. Okay. How about Justin Fields? Do you think Justin Fields will be there when the Bucks pick Justin Fields? Mm, I don't know. No. If the Bucks make a run, then I doubt it. But the Bucks are going to have to have a top five pick to get them. Yeah. There's and no that's. Quarterbacks out of, out of, it's on two quarterbacks in this year's draft Justin Fields and Lawrence. Nah, there's a, there's a lot of good guys. There's, um, there, there's a lot of guys I like. I like Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Uh, Kyle Trask from Florida. Uh, 
uh, Jamie Newman uh, just transferred to Georgia. I think all three of those guys, uh, all three of those guys, could potentially be first round guys. So Kyle Trask think, has a lot to prove this year if he's first round for me. Because I don't even know where the Bucks can get Jalen Hurts or Jake Flum or. Why do Bucks can get one of those quarterbacks, you think? Well, I don't well, know. Jalen after... Hurts got picked in the second round. Jalen Hurts so, got I mean, picked in the second, and after early. those Jake Frum text messages came out, I wouldn't want a guy like that on my team, to be frank with you. Okay. Okay. All right, Eric. Yes, you guys Okay, got you. Thank you. All right, we appreciate you, right, buddy. See you, man. I almost feel bad, like, ending calls prematurely, but my man has questions for days. We need to, next live call-in show, we need to just write down Eric's number, call him, and then talk to him for, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's just about going to do it for this episode of the Cannon Fire Hotline, as well as CFP episode 117. Thank you so much to everybody who called in to the show. And, by the way... The hotline is not just open whenever we go live. It is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can call the number 813-433-0323. You can leave a voicemail that is, I think, two minutes is your time limit. But send it a buck's take. Let us know your thoughts on anything and everything going on, whether it's a question, whether it's a critique of the show, or it's just something you want to scream at us about. Give us a call, 813-433-0323. But... That's going to wrap up our live edition of the Cannon Fire Hotline. So thank you once again to everybody who tuned in, everybody in the live chat. We truly do appreciate you and everybody who gave us a call. Evan, any last words, my friend? Not really. It was a really good show. Um, obviously, I had Eric with all the questions. We had Kendall from <laughs> Cali. Uh, we had James call in, our buddy James. Uh, and then you know we had Eric for one, one last set of questions and a ridiculous one in Lamar Jackson. So. <laughs> um, probably you know, one of the only times you'll mention Lamar Jackson on this podcast. So yeah, that was uh, a direction yes. that I didn't think we were going to go, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, was, it, it uh, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was good. It was good. Hey, I, I mean, I love it, man. We embrace all types of conversation here on the show. That's what we're here for. We just want to give people an escape and talk about sports and the team that we ultimately all root for. So that's what's most important at the end of the day. So thank you so much for everyone tuning in. I just hung up on somebody, so I apologize, but we're just not taking any more calls. That's going to wrap up things on our end. You can follow the show on social media, Cannon Fire Podcast, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow myself on Instagram and Twitter at Redicus, R-H-E-T-T-A-K-U-S. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. And by the way, follow me on Twitter because I am on effing fire today all right let's just take a look at this tweet that i've okay. got right now eclipsing let's, let's chill out 820 likes 178 retweets and 34 Wait, replies i don't what? know if i'm i don't know if i'm famous or something brother but yeah you go check you go check your sheets no. you go check your stats because i'm the best because i'm the best <laughs> oh check your sheet i really didn't oh, think man. that tweet was going to blow up the way that it did but if you, you'll know exactly the one if you go oh, follow my me god at, Holy cow. at Redicus, if you follow yeah. me, I promise I will follow you back. Look at you. I can also look at let's look at the next tweets then. No likes, five likes. No hey, likes. settle down, settle down. I'm a superstar. Let me have my moment. Your your pin tweet has 99 likes. Maybe the uh, that one should be your new pin tweet. Bro, it's got 99 likes. That means two people unliked it. Because <laughs> oh, it, it was over 100. 100. Maybe they just blocked me or something. Who the hell knows at this point? You got you got to make you got to make the 800 like one. You got to make that your pin tweet now. I really should. It really did pop off. But uh, I appreciate Kendall getting over there and checking it out. He just saw it. I saw him like it in real time. I follow him as well. So make sure you follow me. I'll follow you back. And don't forget, you can follow my co-host on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram at Bucks.Wave, the number one Bucks fan page on Instagram, and on Twitter at EvanNFL, where he yells about Philly sports that nobody cares about. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and one last thing, a big shout-out to our sponsors at Pinecrest Printing and Signs. Now, if you guys saw recently, we ran a giveaway where we gave away a signed Mike Allstott photo along with a lot of CFP prize packs, and none of that would be possible without our sponsors over at Pinecrest Printing and Signs. By the way, I'm going to get all that stuff mailed out to you guys soon if you're watching and you're curious where the hell is my stuff, but it will be here, I promise. Yeah, they're probably listening to this like, okay, you're talking about the giveaway, but I haven't even got anything yet. <laughs> There's just been a lot of things going on, as people know, and if you're any sort of understanding, then you get it. You will get your stuff, Red, I promise. Red's what? 
I, I just said that Red has a bad back. You gotta. Yeah, I got a bad back. Come on now. All right. <laughs> so shout out to our friends at Pinecrest Printing and Signs. They can handle anything for your branding, whether it's a big or small business. They've got you covered. They do apparel, business cards. They've handled both of those for us and the stickers as well. All of those are elite. Like, they look great. So RJ and his staff are always ready to help you guys Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. are their hours. They're located in Brandon, Florida, and they've been helping out the Tampa Bay business community for the better part of 20 years. Give RJ and his experienced staff a call at 813-684-5444, or you can check out the website at pinecrestprinting.com. I am your host, Rhett Matthews, signing off for my co-host, Mr. Evan Wanish. We appreciate you guys listening to our show. We appreciate you calling in, and we will talk to you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.